And I want to say this, you ain't seen nothing yet. Now this is uh, Hebrews chapter 12, uh, verse 25 time, and it says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. That's not me, that's him. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he is promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens. Do you know what I believe that we are living in this time of the fulfilment of this scripture? We are living in the Hebrews chapter 12, 25 time where God is beginning to shake the heavens and the earth. And it indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken. As of things that are made, that the things, may can, that which, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. This is happening now. See, before there is a great awakening, powerful song, that was written about 25 years ago, that song. And you, you, know, you brush that song off and you sing it this morning and there's a reality about it because there is a great awakening that is beginning to happen. But we must remember this, that our God is a consuming fire and he's going to continue to shake until he gets what he wants. It's a very positive message, this one. Smile, gets better. I heard this message actually from Dr. Jonathan David, my spiritual father, two and a half years ago. This was actually six months or four months before the, uh, the, uh, the virus uh, and everything that happened with that happened. Most powerful prophetic message that I've heard or one of them. And he spoke and he said, why is God shaking all things? Number one, God is shaking everything that can be shaken. I've been a little bit shaken, but not a lot, I would say. You know, things have happened and created tension around my life. I think my greatest shaking has been the years preceding the shaking so that I would be ready to lead you through it, quite honestly. But here's a couple of reasons why God is shaking the heavens and the earth and why you've seen nothing yet. Number one, so that all people everywhere will repent. This is a time of repentance. And someone came to me this morning and uh, told me of a dream she had and she said, I often dream but I never ever read in my dreams. And this was the very word that she brought to me this morning on the way in. It's not the only person who spoke to me like that on the way in. I've had incredible spiritual dreams this week and it shows that God is about ready to open things up in a way that we've never known or understood even before. God is shaking everything that can be shaken so that people everywhere will repent. Number two, God is shaking the nations so that all the nations become sheep nations and not goat nations. You know, the nation of Australia and New Zealand are historically sheep nations. 
but the nations of Australia and New Zealand are behaving like a bunch of goats at the moment. But let me tell you, God always gets his way. He always gets his way. Number three, God is shaking the nations and he's shaking all things so that he can bring the resources into the house to rebuild the nations and the house of God. God is shaking the house. Do you know what? And this is where this week I had a dream, a bit of a Martin Luther thing, I had a dream. I seriously had a dream that shook me and it was to do with economy. I believe that the economy has been so safe for all the post-war period. But right now, in this time ahead, we are coming into a place of great economic shaking. And it's going to be global. Get ready. Mark my words. This is coming now. Someone came to church this morning and said to me on the way in, I've come to church because I've heard you on podcast and on whatever. And he said, normally within six months, what you say happens. God is shaking the nations until the resources come into the house. God is going to do something. And do you know what? Resources are people. You are... You are the greatest miracle post-Christ appearance on the earth. The new creation, man and woman, is the greatest uh, treasure on the earth. And on the inside of you is an inheritance. And God is going to bring the resources into the house to build the house and to rebuild the nations. God is shaking the nation until all the resources. Now, you must realise this, that God owns you. He owns the heavens and the earth. And we need to make sure that we are plugged into the source of all provision. Hence the offering. Because we can have two sources. We can live on God's earth, but every one of us has two sources of provision. It's either God or and I won't mention who the other bloke is. Is God your source of supply? Do you know what? When we give, we transact with God. I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. When we worship, we transact with God. We just, you know, this is where, uh, you know, part of our job as leadership is actually to teach you during worship not just to sing songs, but to transact with the God who created the heavens and the earth. That is true worship. So when we give, this is a transaction. We are giving God the little that we have so that we can receive the endless supply that God has. This is what Jacob did in, uh, in, in Genesis chapter 28 when he encountered God. It was a time of transaction. This is next level Christianity that can change the earth when we transact with God. Isaiah 40 verse 31 talks about transacting with God. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That means to literally entwine your life around God and to exchange your life for his life. 
This is next level. This is uh, the fruit of discipleship. This is the fruit of going to the next level. God wants those who are just not church attenders, but those who are transacting with the God of heaven in every area of their life. God is shaking every nation so that the heavens will open wherever he finds his true sons and daughters. You know, there are places ordained in the nation where God is going to open the heavens. And this is where he finds his true sons and daughters. Let him find true sons and daughters in the house. God is shaking the nation so that it comes under the influence of the kingdom of God. Because the corrupt kingdoms of the earth are setting the agenda. But God has his agenda. And his agenda is going to come forth wherever he finds places like this. Genuine places of exchange. God is shaking the nation so that the kingdom can first be established in the church because this has got to be the pattern for the nations. And if we don't get it right here, then we can't change our world. God is resetting the pattern on the inside of the house. This is a time of reset. God is shaking the nation so that the kingdom rule is established first in the nation. God is shaking the nation so that you know that Kairos time is here. We are living in the timing of God like never before. So, uh, you know, when five years ago the building came into our hands, we finished the building just six months before the shake began and then everything was closed. But God had his house ready. Now he's getting his people ready. And my job as the leader here and the ones that I lead with is to get you ready for what is to come. This is not just a church where people come. This is a church of the living God that is going to shape the future of the city, the region, and even the nation. We are not the only ones. God is shaking the nation so that you will know the Kairos time. Do you know I see some people in this room that have just started to come to church in the last six months. Why is that happening to you? Because God is calling you here because it's the Kairos time. It is time for you to be fully born into the kingdom of God and to have a full revelation. You know, we can enjoy the experience of the songs or we can become transacted. God is shaking the nations until, and there's a lot more points here, but I want to come back to this realm of economy. If you know God is your source, you're going to be okay. And that all connects into the way that you give and how you give. Because if we don't get it right here, we cannot change the city. We need to be honest and accountable, transparent before God and responsive to the patterns and the instructions that God has put in his word. You know, when Abraham took his son to offer him, he was prepared to give all on the, on the mountain. Uh, there was an exchange that happened. You see, Abraham came to the mountain with his only son, which is a prophetic picture of Jesus. But God is always, when we give, prepared to make an exchange. 
And an angel came and said, don't harm the boy. And there was a lamb that was found in the thickets. Because you see, Abram, he was Abram then. He had, he had uh, proven to his God who his source was. So in our giving and in our releasing of finance to God, we are proving who our God is. It's an amazing story. Amen. In fact, I might, he was Abraham then. He was not Abram then. Abram, uh, his name was changed when he made covenant with God. But you get the drift. You know, whenever we give, we're releasing us to transact with God. My spirit for his spirit. My weakness for his strength. My gift and calling for his calling. My dreams for his purpose. It's extraordinary. And we are going to see a city come to Christ because there is a whole lot of people that are tr not just coming to God but transacting with the God of heaven and earth. Welcome to church. Welcome to the church unusual. Welcome to the church of the living God. Welcome to a church that's not no ordinary church but it's the place where God is going to make you. You know, when God first spoke in the book of Genesis, he said, let us make man. This is the place where man and woman will be made and shaped to be everything that they are called to be. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for today and we thank you for what you're doing. Lord God, we take our substance this morning, which is our symbol of us, and as we give, we exchange it for you, in Jesus' name. Amen.